Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. At a time, and I got to tell you, I almost missed the start of this video. I am, yeah, I'm vibrating with excitement. I'm looking forward to our 9 a.m. deep dive uh, with Stephen Dow, where we are going to go through the 50-40-10 strategy. We're going to answer all questions. I anticipate at least 60 minutes. I am prepared for 90 minutes. If uh, you are still interested in attending this, remember you must be a student of my course, How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. I'm using that as a control point. My full intention is to load that video tonight on YouTube right here. I'm going to guess it'll be my 7 p.m. Pacific video. So my intention is to give it to all of you, but in all fairness, I trust my students. I don't want haters and clowns and all of that stuff. So we will record it. We will get all of my students' questions, but alas, my intention is to once again, give the deep dive away for free, because that's what we do on this channel. We help everybody get wealthy. We help everybody understand what is there, but if you want to ask questions, it is not too late. If you want to buy the course below, How to Get Started One Rental at a Time, I will look through my email and cut and paste the Zoom invite for you if you want to join and ask questions. If not, no worry, no harm, no foul. Seven o'clock tonight, set your alarm, Pacific, you will get that video. The only reason it wouldn't come is if for some reason Zoom blows up and I don't get the recording, but I'm going to give it away. I have agreement from Steve and my students. So look forward to that. I'm going to put Sunny down because it's kind of hot in here. Uh, Something else I want to highlight is we have a lot of content coming your way today. Yes, I am going to do my 8 a.m. live stream. I know we did a surprise one yesterday. I will do another one today. It may not go the full hour. Again, I'm going to leave 10 minutes so I can prepare for my Zoom call at 9. This is where we do uh, the invite for my students on the 50-40-10. Again, we're going to give it away. So it'll be out. It'll be on YouTube about seven o'clock today. And then the other thing I love about my one rental at a time is I stay in my lane. I don't pretend to be an expert in things I am not. One thing I have never done is out of state investing. So over the years, I have my relationships have grown. I've met other folks and trust other folks. So we have a gentleman named Millennial Mike. That will be going live at 10.30 a.m. Pacific in our Facebook group for live Q&A around out-of-state investing. So first, shout out, Mike. Thank you for doing that. Thank you for creating bonus content. And thank you for giving part of your Saturday to uh, our students. Then something else I, I am vibrating with excitement on is this deep dive stuff I think is working. I think we are helping people expand. I'm bringing on other folks. So I want to hear from you. What other areas would a deep dive session be? A, it will always be for my students. It's how I control the clowns. And two, my intention is to give it all away. I can't guarantee it all the time. 
because perhaps another creator says, hey, this is my secret sauce. This is only for your students. Hey, it's on them. But my intention is to give most, if not all of it away. Here's my short list of what is coming. Self-management. Again, I have never done self-management. Wouldn't it be great to get Dion and Matt the Lumberjack on a Saturday live stream once Dion is back where all of you could ask self-management questions? I know I would get a kick out of it. I could be the moderator because I provide no value, but I think that would be a lot of fun. Next, out-of-state investing. I think this could be something we go deeper on. Perhaps we bring Millennial Mike back. Perhaps we get other investors so we get multiple uh, talking points. Pre-foreclosure, this is one I know we are going to do. This is one I need to learn more about, so you know that's coming because I got a lot of questions. I've never done it. And then finally, what else do you want? Leave comments below. I would love to hear from you. If you want to post them in our Facebook group, totally cool. I get it. So let's get ahead. The week ahead on Saturday or Sunday, we always look forward. Did you know the first half of the year? The first half of 2022 is over Thursday. I got to ask, what did you do in the first half of the year? Do you take time to step back and go, hey, what did we do? If you're interested in real estate investing, really taking it to the next level, shopping in a recession, Get the course below, join the community, get around other doers. Don't just sit back and wait. You've got to understand your market. You can't write a good deal until you know average. I can't believe it. So on the earnings front, we will get to the economic calendar later. On the earnings front, Monday, Nike. Anybody have a good feeling about the Nike numbers? We got probably, probably weakness in China. We probably have weakness in Europe. And oh, by the way, let's not forget that I told you that companies like Nike are going to have a problem with currency conversions, the strong dollar. Yeah, that doesn't feel good. On Tuesday, we have AeroVironment. Probably mispronouncing that. But really, why are they there? Drones. Are we are we giving? Are we buying? Are we selling? I. I'm not sure what we're doing, but are we giving more drones to the to Ukraine? Are people buying more drones because a $100,000 drone is taking out a $20 million tank or whatever the ratio is? Wednesday, we have General Mills, Bed Bath & Beyond in paychecks. General Mills, what's going on with food, inflation? Bed Bath & Beyond is retailing, inventory problem, retail, just what's going on with the cons- consumer? And paychecks, is paycheck seeing any kind of increased uh, unemployment or severances or whatnot? And then Thursday, we have Constellation Brands. We like our alcohol in this country. Well, let's see what is going on there. Then next week, next week, as far as the economic calendar, Monday, 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 pending home sales. The forecast is negative 4.2%. I don't think that is negative enough. I think pending home sales will be worse. What do you think? Take a shot. Guess. Pending home sales. Forecast negative 4.2. 
I'm going to double it. Let's go 8%. Again, I'm just guessing. My crystal ball is as broken as yours. Tuesday, we get home prices. Our home prices cratering 30% like some channels are talking about. We get two versions. We get FHFA housing price, and we get the Case-Shiller index. Will they finally show that all of these crash creators on price are right? We'll see on Tuesday. Consumer confidence. Consumer confidence comes out on Tuesday. How weak is it? What is going on with the consumer? Wednesday, we get mortgage applications. Wednesday's a big day for me because last week, we actually got a surprise, or at least it was a surprise to me, 8% bump in home purchases. That feels kind of out of line with what's going on. So was it a blip or do we have a trend forming? We'll see on Wednesday. We get our third and final revision to Q1 GDP. Again, Q1 currently sits negative 1.5, likely not changing. If it did, it would move probably a tenth, one four, one six, something like that, but definitely going to be negative. Thursday, PCE, personal consumption expenditures. This is the one the Fed looks like. Do we have sign that inflation has cracked? Is it accelerating? Is it broadening out? I think it's very clear, in my opinion, that the Fed is going to be raising until they see the whites of the eyes that inflation is broke. I don't think the Fed's going to pivot. Lots of people are banking on a Fed pivot, short-term Fed pivot. This year, Fed pivot. I don't see it. I think I think unemployment could double and the Fed might slow down. Unemployment's 3.6. Unemployment goes to 4.6, one full point. I don't think the Fed does anything. I don't think the Fed slows down. Uh, and then again, Friday, July 1st. July 1st. We're in the second half of the year on Friday. Crazy. And we're going to get consumer spending, right? We get consumer confidence on Tuesday. We get consumer spending on Friday. Sometimes we're fickle, right? We feel bad, but we still spend. So it would be very interesting to see. Um, next, so we interviewed Brian Lebo on Wednesday. I think the video was called Vegas, the party is over, something like that. Well, Brian texted me yesterday, which was Friday. And if you remember the video, Brian closed his nine-week discussion of inventory saying the, the last week was up 400 and, I don't know, 14 or 408 or something like that. He texted me, all caps, all caps, Michael, 48 hours, plus 278, two days. FOMO from sellers is started. Vegas is the canary in the coal mine. At five o'clock today, you will see my weekend review with Ty. It's already published. It'll come out at five. We talk about Vegas at the end of that video, right? The canary in the coal mine, dead. Try to give you a little tease for that video. Next, housing depression. I see lots of channels using scary themes like housing depression. I don't know how you get there, right? We're, I think, again, if housing depression means half the transactions, we agree. 
But you and I both know that's not what they're saying. They're talking about prices cracking, crumbling, falling, cascading. Four sellers on four sellers. I don't see that happening. Certainly not this year. I don't see any median home price for the country going negative this year. Could there be a buy box like Las Vegas, like Boise, like Phoenix that shows some pain this year? Maybe. Late in the year, maybe. Housing moves slower. Most of this in those areas will be a next year problem. Next year. What we're seeing now is sellers doing what sellers do. They freak out. They list. They throw it on wish pricing. It makes inventory jump 278 in two days. You and I both know, or you and I should both know, of these 278, some percentage are complete wish pricing. Complete. Is it 10? Is it 20? Is it 50? That we don't know. But there is some percentage that are wish pricing. What is a wish price? It's, hey, if somebody gives me my number, I'll move. And if no one does, in 30 or 60 days, it comes off the market. We are in such a noisy and confusing and messy market that if you are not looking at your buy box every day, every day, you're going to miss it. Your buy box should be popping like fireworks with stuff coming on, coming off, dropping in price. This is the time to get the pulse of your market. And remember, only writing great deals. Let's get the seller to pay closing costs. Let's also ask the seller to buy down your rate. Pull every lever to get the best yield. If you're not doing that, you're missing out. Next, how to invest in a bear market. First, we brought you this stuff months ago on this channel. We talked about winter is coming, how to prepare, how to protect your job, get close to revenue, raise cash, right? We talked about that. We're here. These are things that I think about investing in a bear market, whether it's stocks or whether it's crypto or, yes, whether it is housing. Number one, no rush. No rush. You do not need to buy the dip. You do not need to make a decision in seven seconds. This thing could very likely last two to four years. Rushing into something because you have money in your pocket, it's burning a hole, is likely a mistake. One, so don't rush. Two, cash is not trash. I told all of you that were listening, I was raising cash six or nine months ago. I got debt when the banks were giving money away for nothing. I got 30-year debt at 3.99 on buildings I own free and clear on purpose. And I knew I would wait. Again, we talk about it. We talk about getting wealthy all the time on this channel. And it's preparation. That's what we did six and nine months ago. Go back and watch the content. Next, this is the time to get hyper-focused on your buy box. Your, your buy box. And what do I mean by that? A lot of people, you hear me say that and you don't get it. So let me try again. If your buy box is three and four bedroom, two bath homes between 12 and 1700 square feet, 
That is all you look at. You're not looking at two bedrooms. You're not looking at condos. You're not looking at land. You're not looking at duplexes. Get your buy box. Stay disciplined. It will be changing so fast. And again, the first deep dive we did, again, we gave away, had multiple students share their stuff on the channel already uh, called uh, Buy Box Deep Dive, something like that. I guess I need to create a playlist now that I think about it called Deep Dive. I don't think it exists yet, but I'll create it today after our second one. If you are investing in stocks, you must realize that we are about to enter an earnings recession. Until we have earnings cuts, I don't know how we get a bottom. Now, I'm not saying that your company will have an earnings problem. I'm just saying lots of companies will have earnings problem. And frankly, Wall Street analysts suck. There, I said it. I'll say it again. Wall Street analysts suck. I saw an article yesterday where analysts still expect earning growth this year and next year. Be better. Do better. That's not okay, Wall Street. So until we have those cuts, I don't. You, how can you have an investable floor if earnings for the S&P 500 are wrong? I don't get it. If you're looking at real estate, remember, and I'm trying to help you understand that. I'm giving you how I am learning all of these things. It's not always about price. Yes, price is important. But most of you are taking on debt. So pull other levers. Closing costs, rate buy down, seller financing, seconds. Get creative. That is how you build wealth. The last two years were cash and price. The next two years, I'm going to focus on terms and getting the highest yield. It is a very different mindset. And then finally. If you are in real estate, let me be very, very clear. Must cash flow day one. Must have 30-year debt, no variability. And finally, we are only writing great offers. I used to talk about, if you look at my older videos, good or great. Good has left the building. We are only doing great. And the final cherry on top, if you are lucky enough to be in a position to do two or three deals in the next two to four years, Please hold yourself accountable. Make the second deal better than the first and make the third deal better than the second. You and I have no idea where the bottom is. So do the right thing. Do the work. All right. So another couple of things to talk about. The All In podcast is finally back after a month of seemingly nothing. I took a lot from this week's All In podcast. One of the big things they talk about is Russia. Our strategy around Russia clearly is not working. We had hoped or our our leaders had hoped to weaken Russia. It doesn't look like we have. Again, I'm sharing you data that I collected from the All In podcast. The Russian currency is at a three and five year high. They are selling plenty of gas to India, to China. China and India are buying oil at discounts. Europe and the U.S. are hurting with inflation. 
we need a, we, it, there needs to be a different answer. It's not, it's not working. Copper and lumber are crashing. These are often signs that the market has rolled over. Maybe deflation is coming. I think it's actually a different sign. It's actually a sign of how weak China is. If you've been watching my channel, you know I don't believe the Chinese numbers. I do believe the commodity markets. I believe the China economy is crumbling with bank runs and just stupid, stupid COVID decisions. What I think you're seeing in lumber and copper is that China has stopped buying and certainly stopped buying in great numbers. They have warehouses full. So I think that is what's happening. JP Morgan. This was a surprise. So again, I've talked about the middle of the year is Thursday. Apparently, there are ETFs that need to rebalance their portfolios. There's an analyst at JP Morgan that says this simple act of rebalancing, because it has to happen, might be a reason the S&P 500 pops 7% next week. Not my call. Never would have thought about it. But I'm certainly going to see if this guy is right. Uh, 7%. End of the month, end of the quarter, end of the first half is Thursday. That is crazy. So finally, we'll close on this. I have a question for you. Will CPI hit or exceed 9% in the next three months? You can leave a yes or no answer below. I would love to hear from you. 9%. 9.09 anything oh anything with a 9 on it do you think cpi which again i think at the last read was 8.6 do you think we see 9% for june july or august let me know in the comments below i certainly hope we don't but i think we do i think rent is coming through it's a lagging indicator food bananas gas oil is it rolling over is it not i don't know But let me know what you think, yes or no below. And again, I am so excited for what is coming. We're going to do our 8 a.m. deep dive or questions right here on YouTube. And then at 9 o'clock, that Zoom call with all my students. 504010 is amazing. We're going to talk about the idea of seller financing, how to pitch it, how to talk it, answer all of your questions. I've been looking forward to this for several weeks. I think you can tell it in my voice. If you want to do this with me, buy the course. Other deep dives coming. I think these are great. Again, I will always stay in my lane, but I will bring on people that have experience that I don't. So let me know what you want to see. I hope you have a great day. Take care of yourself. It is Saturday, June 25th. Bye-bye.